You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. And Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Every day, anything we do is Southern Miss To The Top. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top. Here with your break from all the high resource five propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. I'm Jamie Arrington. With me as always, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. Take it away, Jason. Greetings and salutations. Uh, good to be here with you guys again. We had a fantastic weekend of Golden Eagle athletics. Um, got to get out to the Pete. I know we're going to get into that, but man, it was nice to be back out there. The weather could not have been better. Uh, even though we changed the schedule of or adjusted the schedule like four or five different times, but it ended up being awesome. Took me a vacation day yesterday and uh, got out to the Pete to watch the Monday noon game, which I've never done that before. It was awesome. So anyway, yeah, good to be here this week with y'all and um, looking forward to another good week. Also, the Wizard of Whiskey checking in from North Carolina, Shane Lott. What's up, gentlemen? How's it going this evening? Going great, going great. There was a, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of stuff to catch up on. It was really, there's just a lot of Southern. This is kind of one of those times, kind of like you get in October, where you just have a lot of Southern Miss stuff going on at one time. We've got uh, baseball, we got basketball, we've got softball, we got volleyball, we've got football practice started today. But we're going to get started with. Another conference championship for the Golden Eagles. This time is a first. It's the first time in school history that the Southern Miss women have won the indoor title in track. So, Shane, tell us a little bit about the Conference USA Championship. Yeah, man. Uh, not only did we win our first indoor track title, but uh, John Stewart was coach of the year uh, on yes. the ladies' side of the conference, <laughs> too. So congratulations, Coach Stewart. Uh, if you want to give him a follow, he's at USM Sprints on Twitter. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he won Coach of the Year uh, in addition to us winning the conference championship. Uh, the, the ladies just absolutely tore it up over the course of the weekend. Uh, Cassidy, excuse me, I, I promise I just took my first sip of whiskey. I, I am not drunk. <laughs> uh, I just can't speak. I don't know which is worse. Maybe if I had the excuse of too much whiskey. But uh, Cassidy Tusher, uh, one freshman of the meet as well. Uh, she she really showed out. Uh, she placed second team all conference on the 3,000 and 5,000 meters. Uh, so uh, a distance runner to watch there winning freshman of the meet. Um, in addition to Cassidy placing uh, on the second team, we, we had a, a first-team all-conference runner. Uh, Vivette Green uh, won her 200-meter title uh, and was rewarded with first-team all-conference there. Uh, had a, a few land on the second team. Uh, I hope I don't mess Octavia's name up, but Octavia Cato in the 60-meter. Uh, the distance medley relay team, lady, I, ladies, I apologize. I, I could not find your individual names listed, uh, or I would have given you each credit. But the, the distance medley relay was uh, second all-conference. Uh, and Patricia Johnson also on the second team all-conference with a long jump. Uh, and then we had uh, three three ladies place on the third team all-conference. Trinity Benson with the 200-meter, uh, Kate Maddox in the mile, 
uh, and uh, another name that I may mess up, but Ashley Osaji uh, in the long jump as well. So the the ladies really an impressive weekend. Uh, I read an article earlier uh, that interviewed Coach Stewart, and he just said that you know they caught on fire there in the beginning and, and just you know blazed a trail through that meet and, and really ran away with it. But very proud of the ladies bringing some hardware back for the, the trophy case there in the Berg. Uh, before we move on from track, I do want to mention uh, the, the guys didn't have quite as good a showing, but we did have uh, some winners in, in the conference. Trey Johnson won the 400 meter and Corvell uh, Todd, who, who absolutely just showed out every track meet in the high jump, uh, won the high jump as well. And, and both of those guys were rewarded with the first team all conference as well for winning their uh, respective events. But yeah, a heck of a weekend for the track. Oh, it is terrific. Winning a conference title in anything. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't even remember when the last time we it was we won a conference title. I mean, besides baseball, maybe two years ago. I think esports has been pretty hot. Um, they, <laughs> they may have had one. That sounds familiar. Take it wherever we can get it. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you run off all those. Uh, all those awards, Shane, about everybody running. And I'll have you know that I ran two miles in a flat 18 minutes tonight. So Way to go, man. I need oxygen after reading that list of names, and I'm just <laughs> sitting here. So, <laughs> and Before we get to the baseball, uh, in other Southern Miss-related news, former Golden Eagle and uh, current uh, holder of a World Series ring, Brian Dozier, announced his retirement this week. Assuming he's coming back here to the Berg, but had quite one of the most, uh, well, certainly the most decorated uh, career for a Golden Eagle in the pros that I can recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All Star game uh, hit a home run in his his first plate appearance in the All Star game. Uh, but uh, Dozier, what what year was it? Was it 2014? I believe maybe 2016. It's one of those two years set the the American League record for home runs by a second baseman. I mean, Dozier's name's in the, the Major League record books right. uh, as well of all over the Southern Miss record books. But, yeah, I mean, couldn't be prouder of, of having his shirtless, twerking self represent our university. <laughs> I mean, I, have, has anybody ever said a bad word about Brian Dozier? Everybody that meets the guy loves him. Uh, the, the female fan bases of uh, the Washington Nationals and the Minnesota Twins uh, fawn over him at any mention on, on Twitter. Uh, just happy for the guy. Almost a decade run in the, the pros. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, no doubt, man. And played in some all-star games, you know, and, and you talk about being beloved. He's beloved around here. He's just as beloved, you know, up in the Twin Cities. Uh, you, you go walking around with a Brian Dozier jersey um, around there, and, you know, they they all hated to see him go. Um, so, anyway, yeah, it's awesome. Saw, saw a lot of Twins fans uh, you know, begging the Twins to sign him back to a one-day deal so he could retire a Twin. Uh, as mm-hmm. You don't meet a whole lot of Southern Miss fans slash Minnesota Twins fans, but I, I'm from North Dakota originally, and I was a Twins fan back as a little guy during Kirby Puckett and Chuck Knobloch's heyday. And oh, yeah. uh, so I was stoked that, that Dozier went to the Twins and, and happy that uh, – that uh, our our home run king is there in their system, and hopefully I get to see him play at Target Field soon. But uh, that's uh, the Twins fans love him. It was great for me as a, as a Twins fan to see him play there, and not only play there, but just again, just beloved 
figure in, in twin sports. Even the media, uh, the, the day he announced his retirement would just tweet after tweet of favorite Brian Dozier moments. And, oh, man, I'm going to miss this guy. How nice he was every time he he interacted with them. Again, we just couldn't ask for a, for a better representative uh, for, for Southern Miss, Southern Miss baseball. I couldn't be any more jealous of that dude than I am. Like, you think about it. I mean, number one, he's awesome at baseball, right? Number two, best hair I've ever seen, okay? That hair. Day by day. <laughs> I'm losing more and more of it. Um, you know, and don't forget, when he's in college, uh, he was in a band, you know? He can play drums. He can play guitar. He can play piano. Um, Taught himself melt- to speak Spanish fluently. Oh my gosh, he did. Yeah, because so many players on the, you know, in the in the major leagues and on his on his teams uh, spoke Spanish that he just took his took it upon himself one time in the off season to just teach himself Spanish. I mean, what a, you know, at some point, give me a break. You can't be that good at everything, <laughs> Dozier. You know. <laughs> well, you uh, not to mention in college went to the College World Series. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah, we barely got him back that year. That's the year that he broke his collarbone uh, in that weird fall diver, jumping or diving for a ball. But yeah, we we got him back for that College World Series run. But yeah, just an absolute legend. Well, let's go into baseball. So my goodness, was it a horrific week last week with the cold and everything? But it seemed like as soon as we got around to baseball, as soon as we finally got around to it, which was this past Sunday, February the twenty first. So. Northwestern State in uh, Nacogdoches, Louisiana, they had some travel issues, were not able to uh, come to Hattiesburg as it was scheduled on Friday. It was postponed to Saturday for a doubleheader. Then the doubleheader Saturday was postponed to Sunday uh, with a one game on Monday, and that's the way it ended up ended up playing out. But you could not have had nicer weather this past weekend at the Pete. The first game, the Golden Eagles come out, Hunter Stanley, guns blazing, 13 strikeouts, allowing zero runs, only giving up one hit in six innings. This allowed him to be named the Conference USA Pitcher of the Week as the Golden Eagles go on to win the game 5-1. Yeah, the story of the game was Stanley, um, and he was uh, he was just absolutely electric all game long. Uh, it was a nice crowd out, you know. Of course, it's, it's limited because of COVID, but... You know, I, I'm guessing most of the teams, specifically probably this team this week, Northwestern State, they don't even get to play in a, you know, in front of a, a, uh, a fan base like that, you know, ever. So they probably had a little fun with that. I know the right fielder. <laughs> um, do you guys know about this story with the right fielder? No. No. Okay. Well, you know, the Roos can get a little bit rowdy, specifically with that right field guy. This guy, inning one. Goes a uh, one finger salute, right? <laughs> Coming hot <laughs> so, out know, the so, gate. So you you, you want to talk about um, you know getting uh, getting everybody fired up? I mean, we've been looking forward to this game, and then it got bumped, you know, and then it got bumped again, and then it got bumped again. So finally, when the game finally got there, you know, we could not wait to get out. Been looking forward to this moment forever. Basketball hadn't been doing great. Everybody's been quarantining and all this, and all of a sudden we're kind of around something somewhat normal. And the guy that you hassle or that you, that you that you haggle out there in right field turns around and, you know, flips you the bird right off the bat. Um, yeah, it was on. OK. And this guy just wouldn't stop chirping either. Um, it got to the point to where <laughs> I don't know if it was his dad or somebody kind of came to his rescue out there. And and he was a good dude. And the dude finally shut up a little bit. But 
it was awesome to be back, man. And just, you know, I, I know we're going to get to the stats in a minute, but if you ever come to the peak, just turn around when people are heckling you. It's 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 not a uh, it's not meant to be demeaning. It's just they're trying to get a rise, right? The guys that turn around and kind of laugh it off and do something funny or whatever, well, all of a sudden the roost has your back. But you turn around with the you know throwing the bird up, um, it's about to be on. And uh, it was <laughs> it was hilarious. But but back to the game. Yes, Stanley was absolutely electric. You said uh, thirteen strikeouts in six innings. That's crazy. Um, it was good to see, you know, Montenegro's back, of course. Him and Dickerson both had two hits. And uh, DJ Lynch uh, with his first homer of the season. So, yeah, game one could not have went uh, any better than it did, I don't think. No, not at all. And which leads us to game two, which was the du- second game in the doubleheader on Sunday. Did not go as well for the Golden Eagles, falling to Northwestern State by a score of 7-1. to one. Yeah, game two um, – you know, ran into a good pitcher and really could never get anything going. And maybe, you know, the second game of a doubleheader letdown type of deal, maybe. I mean, that's just baseball. But, but you know, I mean, taking nothing away from, from Northwestern State, um, they, um, they they threw the ball really well, and, and we had trouble with it. Um, you know, because we, we have that uh, hefty, um, heavy left-handed lineup. And if you have a, a solid lefty on the mound, you know, it's 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 – it's bound to happen, I guess, at some point, but only two hits. And honestly, one of those hits was kind of a gift. It could have gone either way. It pulled the first baseman off the bag. I thought we were going to get, you know, one hit for the longest time. And that one hit maybe shouldn't even happen. So we ended up getting one other hit. So I guess you can't say that we they, we took a, a um, no hitter away, but struck out 12 times, right? Um, 12 times is just, that's just not ideal. Um, but again, you know, I got to got to give credit to Northwestern State pitchers. But um, Chandler Best started out the game. Chandler Best is still working on some things. If you listen to the post game, Ostrander was talking about uh, they're still working on some things, tweaking some mechanics. And he was going to be out there regardless for a certain amount of pitches. So even though he was finding the barrel of the bat quite a bit um, and, you know, everybody was saying, you, you got to pull him, you got to pull him. Well, he was out there getting some work in. This It's almost the preseason, right? It, or, you know, it's like spring training almost at the very beginning of the year, especially before you get to meaningful games. So uh, he's going to be fine. Velocity was there. Everything was fine. He'll be back. But, yeah, rough outing. Two and a third, seven hits, five runs. Did strike out six. Um, you, you hit on it earlier that uh, Hunter Stanley had struck out uh, – first game so then you get six k's out of best even though he had a rough outing and then right behind him ben etheridge the kid out of meridian and um uh, west lauderdale look great five and two-thirds two hits one iron run 12 k's so Sutter miss we've talked about the pitching staff being loaded and after this weekend um after we get through with this next game we talk about uh th- they totaled 45 strikeouts on the weekend so that's a whole lot and, and something to look for. Yeah, 45 strikeouts and four walks, which is ridiculously impressive. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, game number three, which took place on Monday, the Golden Eagles came out knocking off the – what are they, the Devils? Mm-hmm. The Demons? Demons? The Demons. The yeah. The Demons. Uh, knocking off Northwestern State by the 10-run rule in the seventh inning. Final score. Southern Miss 10, Northwestern State, nothing. So, nice bounce back. 
Absolutely. Yeah, great bounce back. And, you know, the story of this game was Reed freaking Trimble. Uh, he just went off. Uh, he had two three-run bombs, both of them. Uh, if you were watching the game or if you've ever been to the Pete, you know, you've seen, you know, where Adams and then set up with, with the horns at the very end of the roost. Yeah, right center. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, almost center field, just right, right to the right center uh, of, of the big wall. Um, so I parked my Jeep right next to theirs where Dr. Thornton let me get in his spot. The first ball that Reed Trimble hit landed in between uh, the horns platform and my Jeep. That's a bomb. That's, Dude, that's like 50 feet behind the fence. Yeah, that's a long way. That's <laughs> you know, it, it, the fence for the church. Yeah, well, it almost short hopped it. It went over and it went into the church parking lot, and I had a guy get it so I could take it to 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 the Reed's dad. But um, but yeah, it, it was. And, and you know, when you're when you're in that spot, it's a very interesting vantage point to watch the game from. And when you, you can hear the crack of the bat uh, right there, and you can hear you, you can tell when it was hit really well. But at the same time, there's pine trees in your way if they hit it that high, you know, to be a home run. So you just kind of don't really know. Well, a lot of times you'll see the outfielder running and running and running and running and running and kind of jump up at the fence, you know, so you can see the, the ball for more of the time. This particular time, the outfielder turns around and takes about a step. <laughs> so we knew it was a bomb. So I'm kind of just holding my head. I didn't want it to hit me. And um, it landed right there, man. It was an absolute bomb. And then he did it again. Uh, the other one was kind of a normal home run. Went about halfway up the little the the, the hill that goes from the outfield fence uh, to uh, where the cars are parked in the roost. Which is still a bomb, but compared to that first one, it was one of the longest home runs I've ever seen hit there, and and a Northwest Rankin boy, so you know it was awesome. Also in that game, uh, Drew Drew Boyd came out five innings pitched, mm-hmm. uh, only giving up two hits with nine strikeouts. So uh, you know another fantastic pitching outing from the Golden Eagles as they uh, you know give them the old generic Easter egg there on Monday's game. Yeah, and Drew Boyd, you know, out of Oak Grove High School, it seems like he's been here forever. Um, I, I want to say he's a third-year freshman just because of injuries. Um, but he's battled all the way back, and, yeah, look, could not have looked much better, man. Was in command, threw nothing but strikes all day, five innings pitched, two hits, zero burn runs, nine Ks. And, um, and yeah, he, he – uh, he looked awesome, and, and you know, we, you think about this: we had those forty-five strikeouts, and we didn't even we didn't even play two of the innings because of the ten-run rule on uh, on Monday. So that forty-five could have been. Let's just say you only get a couple more, forty-seven. We might could have touched fifty. That <laughs> um, it was it was it was it was so cool to watch. And I, I hate that we only won two out of three because I think that Southern Miss had swept the opening series like five or six years in a row. But at the same time, you got to understand that's baseball, especially with all the newcomers that we have. And, Absolutely, um, and Northwestern's yeah. no no slouch of a program. Not at sure. all. Yeah, Not sure. at all. You know the 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 program of to the top talk listener John Carter Center. That's where uh that's where John Carter went after Pearl River. That's right. Oh, that's really? right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So the Golden Eagles right now are two and one on the season. And as we are recording, they are taking on the South Alabama Jaguars. It, it, currently down four to nothing in the seventh inning. Uh, the Golden Eagles are at bat, so hopefully they can have some what stanky magic and uh, turn that around. Uh, <laughs> and then this weekend, the Golden Eagles will host 
the Yukon Huskies, who went one and two against uh, Virginia, which I believe Virginia's uh, was ranked, uh, and uh, Yukon got one game out of the. But all three games were close. They lost one to two. They won ten to nine. They lost two to four. So they are, are no slouch of a, a program as well as of right now. And then next Tuesday, the Golden Eagles travel to Trustmark Park in Pearl to take on Mississippi Starkville. So that's where we sit as far as baseball goes right now. The Southern Miss basketball team broke their streak since the two recordings will go up to the top talk. They didn't win a game. They finally broke that streak. This past Friday, defeating Woo-hoo! FIU 85 to 72. And it was a close game there until about the middle of the second half. And Tay Hardy just came on. He just was unconscious. 19 points in the second half. So Tay Hardy, 20 points for the game, six rebounds, one block, one steal. He was named Conference USA's Player of the Week after that performance. So that was really an excellent way to get off the schneid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like I want to say Southern Miss, we were down, uh, we were down like ten points with seven or eight minutes to go. You know, I'm like, here we go again. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get close. We're gonna get to within a, a score or two, and then you know we're gonna throw it away a couple times. They're gonna hit six threes, and we're gonna lose by nine. And uh, so, yeah, down 10 with around eight minutes to go and then one by 13. Like, I don't know where it came from, but you hit it on the head, man. Tay Hardy, goodness gracious. Tay what? Um, dude, dude just went off, put us, uh, just carried us on his back. And um, not that there weren't other players. I mean, Stevenson oh, had a great Tyler game. Stevenson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Stevenson Drain. had 26. Right. Mm-hmm. 26 and nine rebounds. Yeah, and Strange yeah, hit a couple threes, but make no mistake about it. Southern Miss does not win that game unless Hardy does what he did at the end of the game. And it was nice to see, man, taking it to the to, to the hole, you know, hard, uh, getting to the line. And stuff we've talked about all year that has kind of been missing. So, Well, I saw that uh, uh, somewhere, I can't remember where I saw where Jay uh, – you know, made the comment that he, he challenged him to, to, you know, step up and, and take over at halftime of that game. And man, if anybody's ever taken on the challenge, that guy was an absolute beast in the second half. So uh, yeah, we've, we've touched on it a, a bunch uh, over the course of, of the season, but this team is full of so many new guys that never played together. And mm-hmm. Tay Hardy is one of those new guys. And here we are. We don't have the record we wanted this season, absolutely. But we're starting to see real flashes of what this team can be. And uh, we we I haven't seen a lot of uh, the the sky is falling talk uh, lately. But uh, I know we touched on it a few weeks back. Uh, Southern Miss basketball fans need to to be patient. Jay Ladner is is building this this program the way it needs to be done instead of a quick fix and. And we're, I think we're starting to see some of that come around. Sure. And, and not only Hardy, but, you know, it's nice to see some other guys like Justin Johnson's really coming into his Absolutely. own. Absolutely. Um, started off the year kind of in the doghouse and um, has, has, has played his way uh, through practice and hard work and making grades and all that, played his way into the lineup. I mean, you know, you know he, he played 25 minutes uh, in this game that we're talking about versus FIU. And, um, of course, DeAndre Pinckney is still coming back from the injury. Um, it's it's 
if you go to the games, uh, you I understand everyone's frustration, but if you don't think that this team right now could just beat the crap out of the team from the beginning of the year, that lost to uh, who's that that we lost to the very first game of the year, the Green Team on the road, Jacksonville. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we 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 beat them by 30 right now. Um, is how much better this team has gotten just scheme-wise and understanding your role and coach figuring out a lineup. Um, you know, heck, it took us halfway through the year to to figure out who's our point guard. <laughs> you know, so we're getting better. We're still not awesome by any means. I'm not trying to, like, make that argument, but I, I think that we're better than our record indicates. So then on Saturday, the game against FIU was postponed due to uh, COVID protocol. You know, probably won't get that game in, and it's unfortunate because we needed it to have a shot at making the conference tournament. But we get here we are. The Golden Eagles are now eight and fourteen on the season, and four and eleven in conference USA. This coming weekend, the final series for the Golden Eagles, uh, Friday, February the twenty-sixth, they will be taking on FAU at Reed Green Coliseum at seven p.m. and then again on Saturday at four p.m. Hey FIU, if you're scared, say you're scared. <laughs> Well, and if I'm not mistaken, there is an there's a week built into the Conference USA schedule for things like this in case you need it. Uh, it's kind of a buffer week in between the end of the season and when the conference tournament starts. So if that's the case, and there is an open week, if even if it's only one game, if that one game matters, let's just say we go out and we win a couple this weekend. And people were asking me like, what are our chances of making the conference tournament? And the, and the way I answered it was. If I was playing a golf tournament and I was down like seven shots with only four holes to go, well, I have to go birdie, 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 right? And just kind of hope some other things happen. So it's not out of the realm of possibility we could still make that tournament, but to not even have a shot, um, you know, to, to win one of those games um, would, you know, and maybe that's what they're going to do. Maybe they're going to wait and see. If we do happen to win a couple, and if that game does matter, then we play it. I guess I could go along with that too. But um, but, I, I, but yeah, there is a week built in just for this situation. I wonder, you know, but they've they've rescheduled some of those games, and I wouldn't. And it's, I believe they're it's going to be in Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so. I would think that if it's teams that aren't going to be in the conference tournament, they probably wouldn't take them there to play those games. Yeah. I may be wrong. We probably need some clarification on that. I definitely think that it would be an issue uh, with us flying back to FIU just for that game. So, um, Meet us in Pensacola. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, as far as uh, getting the clarification, you know, I don't think you're going to get any far, very far with that because wasn't it basketball last year that they – change the rules like right there at the end oh yeah <laughs> <As far> I, as... <laughs> yeah judy mcleod is a disaster <laughs> mm. but regardless this team's playing a little bit better yeah and it'd be nice to uh to see them to see them uh you know get the chance i mean heck, we scored 48 second half points there was a game this year we scored 12 points in the first half we scored 48 in the second half i mean this is this if you don't think this team's making progress you're just not paying attention and it it, it would be really nice if if there is a shot, that we're at least given the shot. Lady Eagle basketball. So Friday night, the Lady Eagles hosted. That's Friday night, February the 19th. The Lady Eagles hosted 
uh, FIU here in Hattiesburg. Game goes to overtime. The Lady Eagles fall 59-58. But Deja Allman had a ridiculous pass fake that made it onto SportsCenter. She uh, had yeah. this girl. I don't even know. That, I didn't even look up the girl's name that she <laughs> juked out. But, like, she fakes this pass. This girl turns around, like, starts heading towards the basket. Like, it was <laughs> – it was uh that that girl for FIU was like the anti Kobe, you know she just was <laughs> she, she totally bid on it, but yeah, it made uh, Sports Center. It made Sports Center. So hey, shout out to Allman for that one. Uh, then on Saturday they were able to bounce back and get the victory, winning seventy six to sixty over FIU. The Lady Eagles are now seven and nine on the season, five and nine in Conference USA. As is the case, they are uh, opposite of what the men are doing, so they will be heading down to Boca Raton to FAU this Friday and Saturday to take on the Owls to finish out their regular season as well. Uh, softball. We'll run through these scores real quick. On Friday, a doubleheader first game. Uh, Nichols defeats Southern Miss six to two, but the Lady, but the Lady Eagles bounce back in the second game, winning three to nothing. Then on Saturday. The uh, Lady Eagles defeat Southern eight to nothing on Sunday. Game one nine to nothing, and then game two six to one. And in that game, that that uh, six to one victory on Sunday, Kaylin Ladner throws seventeen strikeouts. She is the Conference USA Pitcher of the Week for her efforts. Then earlier today, the Lady Eagles defeated Jackson State by a final score of 6-2. to two. And right now, the game is still going on in the fourth inning. And Southern Miss is up on Jackson State 7 to nothing. So as it sits right now, they are 7-2 and two on the season. This weekend, they'll head on the road Friday and Saturday to Jacksonville State. And then come back home for a doubleheader against Houston Baptist on Sunday. Before heading to Baton Rouge to take on the LSU Tigers next Tuesday. So seven and two. That's a pretty solid start to the year for uh, yeah. Southern Miss softball. Absolutely. It'd be it'd be fun to uh, to get softball back rolling again. I mean, at, at, at what was it? Ninety nine, two thousand. What was the the Courtney Blades years uh, when when they made a you know softball college world series run? Ninety nine. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was was right in that time frame. That's a long time ago though, so it's a little fuzzy. Um, but yeah, I mean, the new coach, uh, they, they came in last year. Was it last year was his first year? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it just kind of had a vibe about the guy that he was a good fit for this place and, and, you know, is bringing in some, some new talent. And, and, uh, that said, uh, you know, the, the pitcher that just is conference USA pitcher of the week and set a Southern Miss softball complex record with 17 K's as a junior. So uh, there's a mix of young talent and, and older talent on that team. It, it, it'll be interesting to follow the ladies and, and see what they can do. And, uh, Mississippi is a baseball state. Softball uh, can be just as much fun. I've been to some games over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sure. If they can get that thing rolling, uh, that, that, that'd be uh, another thing right there on 4th Street that'd be a, a real fun way to spend a weekend. Yeah. Four Street Bar is not far away from there. My favorite bar. So, uh, you know, kind of back and forth. Go get you some loaded nachos and a few shots of rumple mints and head back to the ballpark. Right. Well, and they got that nice little deck on the, on the, uh, I guess it's over the left field fence. Left field. That's, um, 
It's, it's pretty cool back there. So I've only been to a few softball games. After we did that interview with uh, Coach Hogue uh, a year or two ago, I think, um, I went out and watched some games, and they're great. They're so fast. These games, yeah, that's the one thing that I had to get used to when I first rolled up. Because baseball, it's kind of a leisurely, you know, you kind of talk to everybody. It's kind of just an experience, right? Softball, you've got to be paying attention, dude, because <laughs> it is – the pitcher is right on top of the batter. They sling this thing. And, you know, even like, – like like if you had a slow roller to shortstop, it's like zero chance you're getting out because <laughs> the bases are so close together. The innings are back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. There's not a lot of walks. Um, it doesn't take a lot of time. They get these chants going in the dugout. Um and it didn't bother me at all. I thought it might, but it didn't. So it's cool, man. It's a good time over there. And, and, and yeah, they're off to a fantastic start. So hope they can keep it going. Volleyball this past weekend sweeps uh, Louisiana Tech over there in Ruston, uh, winning the sad Sunday's game, Sunday's match. Excuse me. I got to get my lingo straight. Sunday's match, uh, winning three to one. And then on Monday, three to nothing. So, Congratulations to the Lady Eagle volleyball team. Um, gosh, it's showing them a seven and four on the year. I guess that stands. I don't really because you know games go back. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, seven and four on the year. So and two and two in Conference USA. So congratulations to the volleyball team for that. Football. So spring football practice started today, and you can see. A different vibe around the program. Um, the videos they're putting out are great. The access. And so if I'm not mistaken, fans and media are actually allowed to come to the practices that happen at Reed Green. At Reed Green. At, um, at the Rock. It's going to be a weird practice at Reed Green. It, <laughs> yeah. I'd hate to run it's going to mess up that nice new floor. <laughs> right, right. But it's really... It's, it's really awesome to, I mean, because the practices have been shut down, have been closed down. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it's terrific that they're actually allowing media, if nothing else, back to practice. Yeah, so we don't have to just, you know, guess what's coming up the following week. You know, you can actually get in there and, and see stuff with your own eyeballs. And, you know, people like Glenn and Drew and, and Heath can report it and we can go to their pay sites and read it and um you know when you sent me when you sent us that text today uh from talking to glenn man it got me fired up just about the tempo and and uh and how it's going and then well i mean coach hall is 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 it looks like he's got all of the uh guys on board you know right off the bat so it kind of reminds me of that uh fedora i mean like when fedora first got here it's just so much hype around it which we all know that you know you, you got it. that's got to translate to wins um but yeah it, it seems like he just gets it shane you're mentioning the softball coach it's like will it's kind of in that same mold just you hire a guy sometimes and you think you know this guy i know he's got a great uh, pedigree and record everywhere he's been and all that but some some people just just fit southern miss and it, like now that's I mean, <laughs> you slob uh, <laughs> awesome yep you can go to the southernmiss.com they've they've got um interviews up now with will hall uh swayze bozeman that bum and frank gore jr yeah. <laughs> comes from bad stock <laughs> <He does. laughs> 
so yeah, it's definitely exciting. So uh, I believe the spring game it will take place later in March. Uh, but um, yeah, it's really exciting to have football back and and just the vibes around the photos they were putting out, the videos they were putting out. The the video on Instagram from the strength coach was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Big ass back. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite new line. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it into random situations though, and people up here in North Carolina are gonna have no clue what I'm talking about. So it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. In, in, in I'll touch on NFL news real quick. The Houston Texans re-signed Cornell Armstrong. So congratulations to Cornell cool. yeah. on uh, re-signing with the Houston Texans. All right, do uh, you guys have any shout-outs this week? I'll go oh, first. Uh, we, we skipped a sport. We need to squeeze a sport in there. Uh, we can't forget about the ladies uh, playing soccer. Oh, go for it. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, currently 2-1 and one on the season. Uh, last week on Valentine's Day, they beat South Alabama uh, one to nothing in the home opener and then turned around. I think it was the 19th. I may have my date wrong there, but it's close. Uh Lost to LSU and Baton Rouge by the same score, one to nothing. So, uh, young soccer season off to a two and one start. Can't, can't leave them out of it. I'll go first with my shout outs. Uh, number one, I want to give a shout out to Big John Smith, the uh, new fathead, which uh, me and uh, Mr. Rick, um, were talking about during our interview that the new fathead this year is Gabe Montenegro. You know, I know it probably doesn't come as a shock, but uh, John was just keeping it a secret and keeping that thing locked up in his attic before the uh, game started. So, hold on, the fathead or Gabe? <laughs> John, you didn't have Gabe locked in your attic, did you, dude? Keeping nothing yeah. but Yinglings. Yes, that's it. Um, but yeah, Gabe, Gabe is the new fathead, I, and I got, I got to talk to uh, to Gabe's dad for just a little bit. Uh, he's actually going to be in town this weekend too, so I look forward to seeing him. Um, of course, I also want to give a shout out to Dr. Thornton. Uh, thank you so much for letting me use your roost pass because it's awesome uh, rocking the Jeep up in that bad boy. Um, shout out to Dr. Royals. You know, I was out there. I finally joined the dugout club. Been telling Rick I was going to do it for the last couple of years. I did it. I got my visor. I got my hat. Um, and I think I just guilted uh, Tiro into doing it. <laughs> so he signed up. So he's now a dugout club member as well. Awesome. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention is uh, our good buddy Chad Dickens. And and I have well, – was actually his idea. He, he mentioned it to me. He wanted to have a golf tournament at some point called the To the Top Tour. And and we're going to do this thing. Um, I've spoken with a couple golf courses around the area. I'm not positive where it's going to be yet. But I think we're looking at the April 17th and 18th. That's a Friday and a Saturday uh, in Hattiesburg. And we're going to do we're going to take 20 players. Uh, I'm probably going to have a black team and a gold team and do it um, Ryder Cup style with probably a scramble round and a four ball round and teams of two. So you will get a point for each and, you know, we'll see who wins it and probably have, I don't know, have a dinner one night at Fourth Street and probably dinner one night at Glory Bound. All that's kind of up in the air right now, but we're going to do this thing. And um, I've already talked to 10 or 12 people that are that are interested. So if you are interested, um, I want you to email me uh, at eaglehappy2 at gmail.com. Let me know you're interested and just give me your phone number or whatever and we can call and talk about it. So but it's going to be cool, man. We're going to do this thing. It's going to be great. Uh, and um, so just – uh, give me a email and I'll get back with you. 
No, just feel free to swing by his house, guys. Don't worry about it. Let me give you his address <laughs> here real quick. <laughs> hey, uh, some some breaking news. Uh, Southern Miss softball closes the door, winning ten to nothing against Jackson State. So they now improve to eight and two on the season. So congratulations to the Lady Eagle softball team for the uh, for both the victories today. Cool. It's really nice. amazing stuff. Baseball, not so much. Uh, we are it's, we are at the top of the eighth inning, one out, down four to nothing. So hopefully we got a little stanky magic left in us, <laughs> and we can come back I out here. Definitely have some stanky magic. Ah, we just somebody just walked. All right, Woo-hoo. We, got, we got somebody on base. Well, uh, hold up. For for us, right? For us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right, you got me excited earlier, and it was the other team. Yeah, I couldn't tell who it was. They, <laughs> The uniforms are kind of close tonight. We got they're the pretty like, gray close on, tonight. and they're white. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully they can. This this dude pitching for them, he's got kind of a little, kind of a little mini mullet going. Well, I say that, and then Dickerson comes up, and he's got the full blown mullet. So I, yeah, I can't was, say anything. But uh, yeah. yeah, you got to watch those <laughs> West Jones boys like Trey Sutton. That's, <laughs> you you never know what you're getting with those fools. You guys have any final thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw a shout out and I'm going I'm to keep mentioning Lincoln Road Package Store and their delicious whiskey picks until Jamie comes off some of that sweet whiskey and wine money and sponsors to the top talk. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> drinking some. You, we know you got it. I, I know it. I know how much money people spend in there. Jamie Ferris, uh, 30s boys of bone, and I'm going to keep getting drunk and drinking your whiskey while I talk to them. <laughs> uh, we got a pass ball. We got a man on second. Woohoo! Does this mean we should just keep the podcast going tonight? Yeah, I mean, I got nothing to do. What you guys got going on? We'll see how this goes right now. We're sitting at, uh, it's the eighth inning. All right, we're here at the eighth inning. Uh, top of the eighth. Uh, here at Stanky Field. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I think that was like, was that halfway between Coxie and uh, Harry Carey? My Coxie, my Coxie evolves into Harry Carey every time. It's not a straight... <laughs> I think it's a natural evolution, really. If if you got John Cox drunk, it would absolutely be a Harry Carey. Tell me I'm wrong. So the third baseman just bobbled uh, the ball. Dickerson hits it uh, on the ground to third. Third baseman bobbles it. We got man on first and second right now. Hmm. Do, you, do you have to purchase any kind of rights to broadcast this over the air? Well, I don't think well, it's we're going to bro- be played later. Yeah, that's and no, true. Nobody listens to this either. No, that's, so. Yeah. The three guys that listen to it are talking on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we did. Hey, I got to give a shout out. We did have the past few weeks. We've had a uh, we've had some good listens. Uh, we've had a listen in Germany every week. Oh, wow. So, so uh, shout out to. Is uh, that a tie to any? Well, it's not a basketball tie. Mm. Oh, maybe, you know, it could be a. Uh, do we have military over there? Do we still do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure we a, do. We have a lot of military in Germany. Okay, well, at least one of them is a Southern Miss fan. <laughs> I feel like we're banned in Russia. No, I think we've had some listens in Russia. That just sounded fun to say. Well, well, well we, we, we Myanmar. A, uh, can't listen to us in Myanmar. We do need <laughs> an update, Jamie, on – can you look that up real quick? Can, can we get an update on which countries – and have, did we ever hit all the states? 
for the longest time, we were like missing like two states. It was like Vermont and Utah. I, I called in, in a favor to get somebody to listen in Utah that is a Southern Miss alumni, so it wasn't that big of a favor, but hopefully they, they did that for us I and think got we, it off I, the board. I, I think Vermont was the only one, if I'm not mistaken. And it's hard to say because of the way the tracking works on this. It only gives you like the top 50 cities, and so you have to go back in certain timelines and make it make it work. But – um, all time we have gotten quite a bit of the map, uh, as far as the world goes. So pretty cool. Any, pretty, uh, anybody weird, that you're just weird really wanting stuff. to get off the list? Uh, let's see. Like, do we need to, to find somebody in Uzbekistan that's going to listen? We've had, uh, I think we actually have had a listen in the Uzbekistan. Uh, no, this had to have been a CIA guy. Past 30 days, we had a list, uh, some listens in Belgium and in Spain. Oh, and, nice. Okay, Belgium, Spain, Canada, the Russian Federation, the United Kingdom, Portugal, Brazil, Australia, Romania for the last 30 days. And uh, Golden Eagle's still at bat here. <laughs> we know I Googled Vermont since we're just going to, I guess, bleed this thing out until hopefully we have a rally. Um, so – if I were to tell you, if I told you that I Googled Vermont, what's the very first thing do you, that you think pops up, uh, you know, in the up under Vermont in the Google section? Woodchuck. Leaf viewing. Yeah, Woodchuck Cider. Vermont Lake Monsters. What? Oh, the baseball team. It's a baseball team. Did you know that? I did. Wow. I just, that sounds like a baseball team name. I just, Shane, Shane is a real woodchucker. I don't know if you realize that or not. Dude, uh, I mean, back in the Uh-oh. day, we uh oh, is this Gabe? Uh, we got a walk. We got the bases loaded. One out. Gabe Montenegro. Um, who is in the two hole? Let's see. Two holes Trimble. Uh oh. Uh, yep, that's is who it, it is. is. It yeah. is Trimble. Uh-oh. Two holes Trimble. Well, we got to stay now. It's gonna be the weirdest yeah. episode of all time. But yeah, we so, just need to uh, go ahead and just fill some some dead air, Shane. So whatever you've got. Uh, Oh, we can keep talking about Woodchuck because that got me really excited. I haven't thought about Woodchuck in a while, but back in the day, I don't know if people are familiar with what we're talking about, but Hard Cider, I know it's more popular these days, but it's been around for a long time. And back in the school days, oh, what happened? So Trimble hits it to right field, and he's out. So there's two outs, but we got one run in. So it's four to one. We got oh. runners, runners on first and second. That's way better than I thought yours. I mean, that, like it sounded like you were like, oh, yeah, that was, like, that a, was like, a, like a double play, like 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 a well, like a, uh, like, like a line out to first base that he dove and caught and landed on the bag or something. Well, it was kind of a weird dive by the right fielder, so it was almost like. So you're gonna go, oh, yeah, it was like into, oh. he almost didn't get it. Like it looked like it looked like he might bobble it or you know, but he caught it. And we were able to touchdown Southern Miss. Uh, Oh, sorry. Uh Here we go. Chris Chris Sargent with a base hit and gets another run in. We've got runners on first and second with two out. Southern Miss down four to two. Wow. Eighth inning, right? um, Yeah, eighth inning. So I guess we're going to just rally this thing on out. We have to rally (laughs) it out now. Hey, I have another. You know what? I'm going to play. I'm going to play a game uh, with you guys right here. I still have Vermont pulled up. So. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to give you an over-under on the state of Vermont's total population. And I guess we'll just see, like, where you come out on it. Or we'll, right. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. We'll, 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 we'll go. Do you think you guys can make a guess on the population of Vermont and just closest wins? Uh, Someone yeah, might have yeah. to do math in a minute. I'm going to say one and a quarter. Oh, that's a damn good guess. That's what I was going to I was going to say. I was going to say one uh, 1.5. You could have gone 1.26 and, and, and uh, you know, yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Not Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Price is right at me. I like to live dangerously. Okay, you guys are like way off. 623,989 as of 2019. I was right at double. Vermont is super small. Yeah, I'm Wait. in North Dakota originally, man. It's like 750,000 people. It's, that's that ballpark. North Dakota has more people than Vermont. 623,989. That's and so the Rhode Island actually has 1.05. Wyoming 578,000. Okay, you are correct. You are correct. Not that I was doubting you, but I just pulled it up. Freaking Google. Yeah, so they actually Vermont. Vermont is. Uh, Vermont for, is the. I guess they, they have less than the and then District of Columbia. Fun fact. Wild. Lots of leaves. Lots of leaves. Good <laughs> cider. Good beer. Don't know much. The, I've, uh, never, I've never what's been. What's the status there. on the game now? We have like a pitching change or something. Um, they are. They're showing uh, South Alabama's upcoming schedule, and on the screen, and they're showing their coach. Yeah, they got a pitching change. Mm. Yeah, well, we really have change. to bleed this thing out. This dude's you got know, like. Whoever's a, this, listening to this podcast. This dude's got like a. A, an owl from Tool Time Beard going. Love it. <laughs> if uh, if we were still listening to this podcast at this point, you know, why do you think you're still listening? Because you just gonna, I guess at this point, you've, you've either still got like 20 minutes before you get home, uh, and you just there's nothing else better on the radio, or you're like, what the hell is going to happen at this point with these idiots that have been drinking online for an hour? Well, <laughs> yeah, and or. Let's say you don't have the internet and you just you don't know what happens. <laughs> That's true. Very That's true. Highly, I mean, I don't know how you download this podcast without the internet, but it, it gets carried to you by messenger pigeon, I believe. The transcript. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it's amazing the Shane's internet has made it this long tonight. Yeah, I, I really. It was a shaky work. start. I'm I'm actually sitting Indian style on the floor at the base of my liquor cabinet to make sure that I have good signals. So the sacrifices I make for you people. I'm I'm pulling up the live stats now so that I can at least get the names right. Let's see. I mean I know I know it's the players, uh, mm-hmm. but I did you know uh, Michael Ween coming up to bat right now pitch hitting for Ewing. I just wanted to say Ewing like they like the old dude used to say it back in the uh, Ewing, Ewing bomber. Yeah. Man, I wonder what that guy is up to these days. Oh, a super fan? snap. And and oh, he hits. A, it looks like it's going to be a it could be a double or a triple. Let's see here. What? Oh, we got. Let's see. So we are up now four to three. We got a runner on third. So we would be down, down four to three. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We're down four to three. We only got one. Do we only get one guy in? We got Montenegro in, and we stopped. Okay, 
Yeah, so we got uh, got two guys on, two outs, down four two to three. Two outs, second and third. Uh, their graphic is off, it appears. So I would assume second and third, but it could Come be on, Stanky, get your stuff together. Yeah, okay, second and third. Yes, that's correct. They updated it. This is after a pitching change, correct? This is after a pitching change. That is correct. Hmm. Better change them again. So up now, you've got uh, – so we've got, what, Slade Wilkes? Ooh, that's good. Saw him get his first bat. collegiate hit ever over the weekend. It was a double to right center. Smoked it. He actually hit a lot of balls hard this weekend. Yeah, I was about to say that. That that kid made a lot of hard contact. Uh, just uh, there were there was a, a ball he hit before that double. I don't know if it was his first hit or his second hit of the game because I believe that was the third time he was came up to the plate is when he got his double. But really, kind of got robbed on a previous hit that would have probably been extra basis. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he's a great diving play. Yeah. Um, they got it. Uh, you know, and looking at, you know, we have UConn coming in this weekend. Um, Jamie, you mentioned that they lost to University of Virginia. They were ranked as high as number five in one poll and as low as number sixteen. So, and they they barely lost two of those games and then barely won the third one. But oh uh, snap! And oh no. Oh. He, uh, so we had a hit, hit it. Okay. I'm kind of confused here. So is the inning so, or is our part of the inning over? Okay. So Sergeant, Oh no, Sergeant. Okay. So Wilkes hits a foul ball right at Sergeant hits him in the shin. He's, he's down on the ground. Now he's up walking around. Was he in foul territory? He was in foul territory. Okay, so we're good. So Sergeant's yeah. a little dinged up, but we're still at bat. Yes, yes, correct. So that's what I was you know, trying to. He, he, I was he, trying to see if like, he was in foul territory on the replay there. To, to tell you how superstitious baseball is, number one, we're doing this idiotic thing we're doing <laughs> right now. But number two, um, right out of this little interior room that I have, where I where I record, uh, is a TV that has the game on. <laughs> you could probably listen to you. You listen to me tell you. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Wilkes keeps making contact with the ball. He just hit a uh, hit a foul ball. So, so uh, there are O2 count right now. Slade Wilkes at the plate. Keeps fouling it back. We've got runners on second and third. We've got Sergeant on third. And oh damn. You know, so the re- they just replayed uh Sergeant getting hit in the shin and that boink sound you just made was right on the money. Like it, it was uh I try to time out my whiskey pours to co- uh, coordinate with uh, possible uh, season-ending injuries with our players. <laughs> I love the thump. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful sound, isn't it? it you is know, it, it's a uh, sound. And by the way, thanks for the uh, the recommendation when I oh, FaceTimed yeah. you walking into Leakin Road Package Store the other day. You know, I there didn't you know. There you go. Oh, again, it's tr- and it's a strikeout. So ah. we. Are heading to the bottom of the eight. Okay. Golden Eagles down by one. We hey, might yeah, have it's a one-run game. It's a one-run game as opposed to a four-run game. So we might have some stanky magic left in us tonight before it's all said and done. Yeah, I'm scared to leave this spot in the corner of this room upstairs because I may lose my connection to you guys and be gone and then blow the game. And, and then I'll have a bunch of angry uh, roost people uh, sending me nasty messages, threatening my family and stuff. So I'm just gonna sit right here. <laughs> well, I'm gonna watch the game. I've got Lucy at my outside my door. She's out there whining. 
beloved uh, Meow. Uh, feral feline that uh, yeah. So, well, well I, I mean, when well, people I, throw cats out windows, Jamie scoops them up. I scoop them up, yes, and then they take over my life. They uh, <laughs> no chip. Not wrong. It's not wrong. Not wrong at all. So uh, we're going to the. Let's see who's up for Southern Miss here. We just had a pitching change, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see here. Yeah, Lance came in. Lance came in for Ock. So let's see who they've got up. Looks like they've got their number four hitter coming up, Sandal, which is a uh, great name for someone who lives in South Alabama. <laughs> cut off is their middle name. Cut off, cut off, and Sandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had got his bar mitzvah at the Florabama. Oh, but uh, bump. We were talking real important stuff until that part of the ending ended. So you like the Elijah Craig, huh? I do. You know. I had, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm a beer dude, right? I, every now and then I, I, I go for a nice Cabernet, but um, mostly just a beer guy. But um, hearing Shane talk about this liquor every single solitary week, um, especially Lincoln Road Package Store being like, I don't know, a half mile down the road, I uh, decided to go in there and 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 do my thing. And, and you know, it turns out uh, the fancy bottles that you buy are way more expensive than I thought they were. <laughs> So yeah, I did it's not, not a get cheap hobby. Well, and also, you know, I'm not positive that I want to jump right into just straight whiskey. Uh, I still like to uh, have some uh, Coke or something like that uh, mixed in with it. Whoa, dude. Chill. Yeah, yeah. Chill. <laughs> this is a family show, brother. Somebody slow down the audio on this one and send it back to us. Let's see that. Right, they're going to speed up this one. Where it's like, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. But anyway, so Shane was like, the funny thing is, um, when I was talking to him, uh, he was explaining to me and he One was like, going through like, through like all these like uh, all these uh, fancy words that to describe bourbon and how old it is or young it is or mature it is and blah, 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 blah. I don't really know what he's talking about. Anyway, then he says, oh, wait, you're going to mix it with something. OK, well, look. Get away from that section. Go to the left. <laughs> well, and then yeah, he gave I mean, me some advice about, you know, um, but 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 I get it. I mean, there's only a certain number of barrels that are made for those bottles that I was looking at. So that's, I guess what you're saying is kind of like putting like ketchup on a steak. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, look, if, if you pay for your bottle of whiskey and you want to pour a half a glass of Coke and a shot of whiskey in it, even if it's Pappy Van Winkle, that's your money. Do what you want to with it. But if you're going to mix it, there's no point in buying one of those expensive single barrels that we were talking about when you can pick up a $25 bottle of Elijah Craig off the shelf. And it's going to be a whiskey that you can make a cocktail out of, mix with Coke, drink straight, throw an ice cube in it, whatever you want to. It's still a hell of a whiskey. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, I've nerded out about this stuff for a long time. Anytime you want to go shopping, I'll shop with you. Uh you, you can hit me up on Twitter and we can talk about whiskey. Uh, that's my one rule that, I, that I'll break where I don't tweet about Southern Miss is uh, my other love is whiskey. 
I've been on a Luke Belair kick lately. A what? Luke Belair. Did you say Bel Air? Like the French yes. Prince? Is this going to be my, my scissor night? Where Yes, I'm it like, is. What did you you're say? You're going to have to go figure what that is. <laughs> because yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. Luke Bel Air is pretty good stuff. Luke Bel Air. It's, it's, huh? it's a bubbly. It's uh oh oh okay yeah no no I know what you're talking about now we've talked about this before actually because I've looked for it after you talked about it and I so you're talking find about it. the champagne yes well spark- rosé yeah wine or is it champagne um you know I don't know I just get the different colors uh yeah. well if it's, <laughs> it's not my, that's my expertise champ- if it's yeah not I don't the think champagne it's- region of France then you can't call it champagne but it's sparkling Luke- wine. But it sounds French. Luke Belair sounds French. So what is Andres? No, there's too many consonants in there for it to be French. French is just like one long run-on vowel sound. It sounds is Andres wet. champagne? Okay, uh, yeah, all, Luke Belair is champagne. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. Um, because my wife loves Andres, and that's great because it's like eight bucks. Yeah, it's pretty cheap, but it's good. Yeah, it's it's serviceable for sure. Uh, okay, so we've got. We've got one out. We just had a while you guys were talking. We had a uh, fly ball out to the uh, out to first base, and now we have a fly out to right field. So we've got two down and up. And that was that was actually Hunter Stokes for South Alabama with the with the pop out there. And I got to say this, Hunter Stokes. I'm wondering if there's any relation to former fictional Mississippi Mississippi Governor Homer Stokes. From oh brother, where out art there thou um, fair? Is you is is you a fictional character? There's probably not a relation there. (laughs) I'm gonna go out on the limb and make that guess. But I I could be wrong. Is you is or is it is you ain't? (laughs) That's a great movie. (laughs) It is. It is. All right, so they just kind of did a little wonky bunt there, and they've got a runner on first right now. All right. You like my base? I know all the I know all the baseball terminology, obviously. Wonky bunt. We we practice that all the time. Yeah, it was pretty wonky. Everybody up! Everybody up! We're gonna do a little wonky bunt. And it went down the third third base line. Uh, Let's see. Where they Uh, go? And uh, or was that? Oh, that's my bad. That was uh, that was Hunter Stokes with the wonky bunt. So distributing is you is or is you ain't. Uh, so now Montiel, which sounds French. Let's yes. see what he does. He's up. Uh, got two outs. Oh, high and inside ball one. Are you watching this on your computer? I'm watching it on my TV. Oh, I, I watch. I've got the Roku app back here in my office. So I've got my computer mm. pulled up with the stats and then I've got the. Um, I've got it pulled up on my Roku. Which, hey, by the way, so this past weekend the the games were free. The Southern Miss, oh, and there's a strike. Um, the games were free on CUSA TV, which has a Roku app. So I was able to pull it up on the on the on the Roku and watch the games. Yeah, it was nice that. to be so able to watch cool. games for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm not That's, paying for Conference USA TV. I'm not. I'm just not doing. Yeah, it. me, me either. Uh, uh, tonight's on ESPN uh, three, even not even the plus. So that that's uh, very nice. But listening to you call Strike this two. game uh, through my phone here really has given off some strong Jim Brockmeyer vibes. <laughs> Love it. 
<laughs> Have you watched that show, Bump? I saw like the first two, three episodes. And it was awesome. Um, but it wasn't something that Katie was going to watch. Yeah. So uh, Catherine and I ended up watching that. And we watched it all the way through. The last season's really weird. I mean, the show's weird to begin with. But uh, anybody that is has an unoffendable sense of humor, uh, a little on the dark side, and, and likes baseball, Brockmire is oh, no. a hilarious show. Okay. They just had a stolen base. Uh, he's at third. So Ooh. we've... We've got, uh, let's see. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. That was must have been a hit. I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking at the screen. So it's five to three now. Oh, they scored. They scored. The magic. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a base hit right down the middle, and a and Trimble uh, bobbled the ball, and so they, he was. Oh, then he then he had a bad throw, a wacky throw, kind of a wonky throw, if you will, and so uh, South Alabama scores and has a man on third with two out. Yikes. That's what I get for not wanting not get my eyes on the screen. Well, yeah, Trimble didn't keep his eyes on the right ball, here. I guess. And the dude on third has the chain around his neck in his mouth, chewing on it while he awaits the, the pitch here. Hmm. That's uh, good flop, teeth, I'm sure. Fly ball to left field, and Montenegro brings it in for the third out. So the Golden Eagles coming. We're heading to the top of the ninth inning. Down by two, but hey, we got three last innings, so there's no reason why we can't do that again. Who Party. is coming up for the Eagles? Will McGillis. By the way, I text with Bill the other day, kind of wishing everybody a happy baseball season. I'm sure he's ecstatic to see uh, as Will as anyone else, but he was uh, he's excited about Golden Eagle baseball all the way from San Diego. I bet that's a pretty sweet gig. I had no hard feelings for Bill for leaving and taking that job. One of, here's a small world. One of my new coworkers, a former USD softball player. Ah, does she know Bill? She doesn't. She has no idea who he is. But uh, no. no, she <laughs> no, no, she, she doesn't know Bill. Very good. That she was actually pretty. She's actually pretty good. Pretty. She, she was ahead she of our time. Good enough where she met the the athletic director. Yeah, but I mean, she played like. 94 through 97, so. Oh, you're old. You know, Bill yeah. had some great, <laughs> great ideas uh, while he was here. Um, really just, I guess, I guess you want to say forward thinking, but almost like, I mean, like like his idea for Reed Green, it was great. And like the drawings were cool and, and uh, the, the study they did and, and all the legwork they put into it. And then he was like, this is going to be like $50 million. We're going, yeah. okay, <laughs> well. That's um, you know, you can tell me that by the end of the year I want you to run like a four four forty two, but shit ain't gonna happen. So uh, I don't know, man. That's a great idea, but you know, he also had a great idea about it, it, out there in the roost. We were talking about it this weekend. They were going to put a little child's play area kind of behind center field, um, before it starts going down that hill towards the uh, Longleaf Trace. You know what I'm talking about? I just fence in like the ditch back there. Let's go say snakes it, it, <laughs> and broken glass beer bottles. Well, apparently, like, like, like one of the big reasons that they couldn't do it is well, number one, we have a change of leadership like every two years. So if Jeremy can stay here for a while, I think that you know, it, as long as you don't have different ideas coming in, you know, year after year after year, then possibly some more stuff can get done. But they also said like the erosion was a problem or blah blah blah. But all the kids play down there anyway. Um, it would be cool if there was something just, especially coming from a, a, a parent, a, a current parent, 
I would love be, some, be cool if there was an area you could just lock Jack in where you couldn't yes. get away. Like see in a little bit. You know, O2, O2 count right now to McGillis. Okay. Come so, on, McGillis. It sounds yeah. like I need to go get it. It sounds like, all right, you guys take over for a second. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go re-pour just because the team needs me. I'll be back. Oh, and that's a All strikeout. Right. Yeah, you better hurry. I'm, I'm going quick. <laughs> yeah, I've been contemplated uh, – or been contemplated. Been contemplating uh, running so <laughs> running to, to uh, a bathroom break. There's only so much whiskey a man can drink before something has to come out. But I'm going to – just bear down and and struggle through this rally uh, because I I didn't want to mess it up, but bumps dancing with the devil. Crosby up at, at the plate right now. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you got to at least squeeze out these two runs so we can tie it up. Oh, right inside. So this is a two uh, zero count right now. And we're back, Crosby. 480, and we're back. That was a very dramatic entrance back bump. Uh, it was like a, a creaking door, and then I could hear your footsteps across <laughs> the room. The suspense was killing me. What'd you pour up? Uh, some of the some of the EC, baby. Oh, nice. How, I topped how, it how off with a little water. Oh, Ooh, a little, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm not saying two and two I'm count. Make cook. Yeah, Coca-Cola. That's that's good too. And my wife's texting me nonstop. How much longer? So Cade Crosby. Well, hopefully a lot longer. Tell her that. No, yeah. don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Cade Crosby, two and two at the play right now. Uh, one out for the Golden Eagles as we watch. Have you guys ever heard Dana Carvey's bit about? Um, he does this bit where it's like Johnny Carson in the seventies, and he's he's he tell he's getting pulled over. And he tells the officer what he had to drink and where he had to drink it. <laughs> no. Uh oh. And it's uh looks like a what? Something just happened. Hang on. It looked like he tapped the ball. It went over the catcher's head, hit the catcher or something. I don't know if it was a third strike, strikeout, and he got on at first. I don't. I don't know what just happened. Went over the catcher's head. Yeah. So like it looked like he. Or was is he out? I don't know. I don't know what just happened. And they're not updating the graphic. Come on, Stanky, get your stuff together. We need fresh graphics. It's, uh, excuse me, officer. I'm sorry. I, I had a uh, a hook and crook over the slippery monkey. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> All right, so uh, I didn't yeah. evolve from monkeys. I evolved from <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so it's the Stanley at the plate. Uh, let's see. So it's a zero uh, and two count right now. Yeah, and they finally credit us with the runner on first, Cade Crosby, after another wonky play. Uh, I'm up for taking over for John Cox uh, when when he retires. Evidently, uh, just really crushing it with the baseball terminology here. Let's see. Single out left, double out right. Single out left. I would love a single out left or a double out to the right. All right, one and two count. Man on first, one out. Number 18 for, oh, Tyler Samaniego pitching for South Alabama right now. The Jaguars. 
You know, Coxie will hit you with the uh, with the six six three double play sometimes, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> what does he? Does he just like? Does he? I think does it was he, just unassisted. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. we're going with the ten eleven fourteen double play. <laughs> uh, all right, let's John see. John Cox drink? Does does he consume alcoholic beverages? Uh, I think I I'm pretty sure. I really would like to sit down and get whiskey drunk with John Cox one night. I just want I to mean, hear some some drunken stories out of him. We so we had two outs now. Runner on first. Uh, Can you imagine being able to sit down to John and, and get him a little bit liquored up and just say, "Lay look, no holds barred. Let it rip." I don't. This think is it, between me, you, and two the top talk listeners. Yeah. Tell me everything you. Forty five other people. Has, has uh, Dusty Dickerson ever hit a home run? Not that I know of. I mean, in college? Why, well, yeah, because he didn't play much. I mean, we only played what, 13 games last year. Yeah, I, I don't know if he has or not. I know he's capable of. Well, now would be an awesome time for that. Yeah, it really would. Is that who's batting right now? He's batting right now, yeah. Two How outs. get the second out? Uh, Strikeout. Ah. Uh, let's see, one and one now. One and one counts. Come on, we need some stanky magic. <laughs> Stats. So since we're home uh, runs, since two, we're approaching one and Joe two length podcast, this is about the point in time where we should eat some mushrooms and talk about aliens, right? Dude, yeah. I'm all over some alien stuff. I don't okay. have mushrooms. I didn't know which way you were going with that. Mushrooms or aliens bump, but uh we had to wait until the end to find out. Don't even get me started on pyramids. I can well, bring uh, it. You can tell, buy tell, aliens and pyramids and we really got a show. What what's your your like top pyramid theory? Like if, if you're 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 introducing to somebody your thoughts on pyramids, what's the first thing out of the gate? I'm interested. Hmm. First thing out of the gate, I'd probably go energy source. Hey, look, you know, I've I've seen some stuff on that, and I don't think it's oh. like you know completely unbelievable. What happened? Yeah, he grounds out to shortstop, who throws it to second base, and the game is over. So this little experiment oh, did, did not work. Oh, we were so, just getting into aliens and pyramids, and it was going to be fun. I was hoping for extra innings. Well, mm. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and as always, so the miss to the top. Talk.